Hello, and welcome to episode three of Book Banter, where we conclude Emma by Jane Austen. Really, really exciting stuff. A lot happened in volume three. Kira, first and Ooh. foremost. Yeah, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> um, Kira, my first, first, first question. Um, did you think, did the romance meet your expectations? Was it, did it, was it a satisfying conclusion? Yes. Okay. Yes, there were some swoon-worthy moments, indeed, and that's all I was looking for. <laughs> all I required, and I thought it met my expectations. That's beautiful. I actually was so taken with this volume that I made literal notes on my, Ooh. like, online book thing. Wow. I was, like, going, ah, the entire time. I did some underlining. Yes. Ooh. Well. Yeah. Very intense. Well, I don't know. Do you, do you want to give us our first topic of discussion? If you have your, your notes all laid out and everything? Oh, well, I mean, most of my notes were just, like, me highlighting and going, ah! <laughs> like, literally, I typed out, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But one of the first things I did highlight was this section from... I don't know what chapter this is, because my thingy it's when they're at the ball they finally do the ball the ball and the end of the chapter when emma goes you know well mr knightley's like whom are you going to dance with and she hesitates and she goes with you if you will ask me the i love romance of it all i just what was everybody's opinion on how that built how she finally realized like oh god i am in love with him because it was just delicious to me she also <laughs> at the ball when she talked about them like looking at each other i was like ah so <laughs> i was like oh my god it's so good so good i like uh, how like straw that broke the camel's back out of like everyone it was harriet to make yeah. her realize like oh i am in love with mr yeah, knightley it really is like, kind of a delicious <laughs> cycle it is you know? it is it is definitely like the kick in the teeth that she needed like i don't know yeah. i was like i was listening to an audiobook of this and when you when you get to that part like the the reader like performs like harriet's like 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 anxiety to say who like she is actually like fallen for. I was like, oh, it's gotta be Mister Knight. There's no other character in the novel that would carry this this weight if not for, for Mister sure. Knightley, and uh, it it does, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. I I I just loved Emma's reaction and how she's just like, how dare Harriet betray me? <laughs> like, how how could she do this to me? I I've helped her so much, and she decides Mister Knightley like. <laughs> Uh, but also, like, that's what triggers her to be like, oh, wait, I want Mr. Knightley for myself, obviously. Like, that's, like, that's why I I feel this way <laughs> in general. Like, it's like, I think it makes a lot of sense because Knightley is, like, the only person in her life that is, like, I guess, like, actually kind of, like, unique and different. Like, he, he is very much a part of the, like, class ongoings and, like, all the, like, BS in, like, high society. Like, he is very much a part of that, but he feels kind of, like... Uh, I don't know, he feels kind of separate, like he's in his own pocket. Like, he doesn't mm -hmm. follow it completely. Even Like, he he's much more, like... I don't know, he feels kind of, like, uh, 
old school like he's very chivalrous and like sure. um gentlemanly i guess like the whole idea of like gentleness i'd say knightly is very concerned with you might say he's uh knightly yeah <laughs> but, um, but also well. he's not afraid to like call emma out yeah. which i think is like because i mean obviously this book is takes place during a time when you know the courtships are very proper and like you know you're but like i i just enjoyed that they still had like not like a flirty kind of like a adversarial almost like just like a fun relationship like you know what i mean like it wasn't so like proper and like polite like you know yeah they still butt heads i think that's what made it really interesting i mean because okay i don't usually go for romance but this really got oh, me. Oh, how we're different than that. <laughs> I know, but it still really got me because you had that kind of, you know, they did butt heads because they really are true equals in a way, not in a best friend's way like she and Frank are, but in a, like, they just click together so well, but she just doesn't even realize it. I mean, there was even that one part where she's like, oh, what is she doing? She's, like, describing like a man or whatever, I don't really remember, but it parallels to when Mr. Knightley was talking about how, like, these were these are all the traits that I want in a woman, and it was literally Emma. She literally did the same thing, where she was like, well, I would want a man to be like this, this, and this, and it was just Mr. Knightley, and I was like, oh my god, you're so stupid, you haven't realized it yet. I was like, yeah. It also, it, it's like, it makes kind of like ironic sense because like Mr. Knightley is the one that would usually like rein Emma in and like let right. her know about like the gap in her cognition, but he's not going to because like, you know, he has a little, he has a teensy teensy little bit of a crush on Emma, so he's not going to divulge uh -huh. that information, you know? Exactly. Um, it's not a crush, it's love. Okay. Full blown love. It's Thank you very much. Love. It's uh, those are synonyms. True love, thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, we but also okay. Did I, I? You know, I am your resident romance expert. Mm. Uh, Self-proclaimed. Oh, I'm sure. just gonna say, Dr. unless Kira. unless Henry or Connor secret like romance fans, like you know, speak up now. But um, <laughs> Connor, just, like, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, I I do like my fair share of romance, but I I haven't read much romantic literature before that's true yeah well i mean it's just like you know there's the concept of the slow burn which obviously this is a very very slow burn but it usually it's like there is some like i don't know some awareness of the character right. Yeah. Or or both characters. Like, yes, there were moments where they're like, ooh, like the one um where Mr. Knightley like almost kisses her hand and he, and she talks about the scruple like why is he so scrupulous or whatever she said. Like there are moments where you're like, Oh, this uh barks but like you don't I don't know. Like her awareness was so little and like so minute that it was kinda like you're just like grasping onto it. And then towards the end, it was like, boom, oh my god, I'm in love with you. Which, like, I don't know. What are your opinions about that? Because I, like, I don't know. I kind of liked it. I loved it. I mean, I think it makes perfect sense for her character, too. Because she, right. she's self-aware, but she's not. 
like she can't imagine anything for herself like she's so imaginative but she doesn't have any clue about like her own feelings she literally like makes up her own feelings sometimes because she's like oh this would be fun you know like the whole thing with Churchill um but I just I think I think it was so perfect just it was almost as if it, it felt like watching a reality TV show like Love Island where you know one person is grafting on another in the villa with the other one is like being loyal in the I'm so sorry if nobody's ever seen Love Island <laughs> but and the other person's staying loyal and you're like no like you know shouting at the screen because some person is just totally unaware of, of what the other is doing um it's just right. oh, delicious and the moments where they get so close and then they don't scrumptious absolutely I know. five course meal <laughs> i really need to five course meal oh my god i love that description um i wait what oh i want to watch the movie now because like i just want to see how they like interpret those moments because you know i'm going to be a little critical and say in my opinion jane austen did not need to have that long of like uh, and the house sat in here with the lovely green like and you're just like why in the world and then like the last like 10 chapters you're like whoa 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 slow down like you know what i mean yeah. like i don't know no that's... i understand its purpose absolutely you know, well that's like satire. it's the well it's also like that's the style of the time and yes. also like that's yeah. just like that's how persuasion was too like persuasion is two books instead of three but like book one like nothing happens like, there's, like, a little bit of characterization. You meet all the characters. They go to different houses, whatever. At the end of book one, like, this character has, like, a fall. Like, she breaks her ankle. And from there, like, actual, like, plot happens. And that's all in book two. So it's, like, it's the exact same thing. Like, I felt, like, immediately from, like, starting volume three, it was, like, oh, ball. Oh, and now this, and this, and this, and this. It was, like, yeah, like totally, like, you know, like, everything was falling into place. But there was... You're, you're totally right there's a lot there's still a lot i mean even i don't know it also like maybe i'm just getting like i was getting used to it but mm-hmm. like there's definitely i feel like that all of that is sort of front-loaded most of the time with like novels of this this age it's like okay yeah, yeah. especially with her like if, if we're gonna if we're gonna give one big criticism to jane austen she she does a lot of table setting and then like you know like she 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 takes the tablecloth from under the table mm-hmm. and it's like that's yes. amazing but you did we did yeah. watch you set the table which is kind of boring but again uh, but the watching <laughs> that's the, the perfect watching way to the table it. like she puts out all the little doilies <laughs> and like five forks and the knives and like the three blades. yeah i was gonna say absolutely yeah. five forks yeah 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 and you're just like oh. and then she pours each glass and you're like each little thing well but i mean the character develop like all the little characters was fun to see them like unravel like you know like all the little stories i agree um because i mean like we were introduced to harriet and mr martin is that his name like pretty early on and then to see like them get married like stuff like i don't know i thought it is I mean, some of the, you know, long conversations, in my opinion, could be edited down. But, I mean, it's Jane Austen's charm, so I appreciate her authenticity. But also, like, so, but I did like how you're, like, invested. Because I was invested in Mr. Martin and Harriet. Because I was like, come on, poor Harriet. She also is kind of similar to um, Emma. 
or she has no freaking clue who she likes. Yeah, she like, really you know needs I mean? people to tell her, like, what is going on. And then finally, by the end of the book, she's kind of like, I think I've decided for myself. Mm-hmm. I think I know. And Emma's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're wrong. <again." laughs> no, no. Actually, oh, actually, yeah. we're, we're just going to have to tell you who you like for the rest of your life. I'm sorry. This is just exactly. how it is. So yeah. sorry, Queen. All I know about the Emma movie is that Anna Taylor-Joy is in it, and my friend Dalton gave it two stars on Letterboxd. So take that as you will. Mm, that's upsetting. Well, Maybe we have a bonus episode where we watch it and we do a movie review. Oh my gosh. Oh wait, that's actually a beautiful idea. Oh man, we should get we should get Todd on. Yeah, what if we invite Todd? Oh my god. That would be wonderful. Oh, I wow. mean, I'd be down. I would be down also. This is so in- okay. Well, I'm putting that in the mental note category for my brain. Um, Put a pin the- in it. I'm I'm putting a pin in it on in the composite notepad on the wall. Amazing. Thank wonderful. you. Love it. Um yeah, I felt like their chemistry, I don't know, there's like, there's there's just so much to like tackle with this that I don't, this is like a few points ago, but like I still want to, you know, um, but like. Backtrack, my friend, backtrack. We love to back, we, we do a little backtracking. <laughs> we do. Um, I, I feel like they're just like so perfect for each other. Like they really like, they have like, like, I forgot who said this before, but like kind of like an adversarial kind of relationship. Yeah, yeah where they kind of like check each other. And it's like, you can see like. Like, their foil, or, like, their opposite in the novel is totally, like, Mr. Elton and Mrs. Elton, who totally, like, don't do that, and totally just, like, are complacent to each other, each other's whims, and just end up becoming, like, way worse versions of themselves <laughs> in, in that relationship, and, like, mm-hmm. everyone just, like, kind of, like, despises them by the, by the, like, the course of the novel being, end, like, done. Like, it's so, you know... Like, the strength of their relationship is the fact that they, like, have disagreements, which I think is a, you know, it's a nice thing. And I guess we can also, we can also see that with Charlie, I almost said Charlie Chaplin. I don't know where my brain is at today. <laughs> Frank, Frank Churcher. Where, where did I get Charlie Chaplin from, from Frank Churcher? <laughs> wow. Frank Churchill and character. Jane Fairfax is what I meant to say. Like, I feel like, you know. Oh, those sly little foxes. They're kind of yeah, the thing about them is that I've they're kind of sly little foxes, and it, that's true. Um, yeah, they really <laughs> slipped slipped right under my nose. There, was, I had an inkling, but then yeah. by the end, I was kind of like, oh, I should have caught on more. It's like Mister Knightley. He's always got it. Mr. Knightley, it's, it's true. Yeah, I I love that one chapter that was like Agent Knightley, like chapter <laughs> of him, oh, him yeah. going to like investigate. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that like the one chapter we get from the perspective? I mean, it's not like, yeah. it's not like first person Mr. Knightley, but it is like third yeah. person like Mr. Knightley was like going to, because we, we get, we get like a chapter from like Jane Fairfax delivering her letter and that's like the same kind of style, mm. but it's definitely like yeah. his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that how like, and it showed how much, he really cares about Emma, like how much he's willing to go out of his way. Yeah. I think that makes sense with him, like then him going to like leave his own home to go to like, uh, is it like Highbury or something? Highbury. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, instead of like his home, like that shows a lot of like sacrifice, especially I feel like in that day and age, that must've been like, what, what was he doing? Like, why would, why would like the man leave for the woman or whatever? Yeah, I, I really liked how all, all that came together, and I, like we were saying before with, like, the slow burn, I actually really kind of liked that, like, the oh, table yeah. setting, um, and I thought, like, that was my favorite part, was the dialogue, besides, like, Miss Bates, I could completely do without. That was, 
Oh my god. <laughs> Some of that stuff was like brutal. Oh, in the <laughs> actual ball Here's, itself. Okay. Oh my gosh, the way that there were like no paragraph breaks and it was just like, "Oh, you look lovely, Dash. I have the blah blah blah, the lace Dash." <laughs> I was just like jumping oh to like god. every different thought and like possible thing that happened in yeah. the 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 good thing about listening to the audiobook is that again there's like a, a good spirited performance of Mrs. Bates where like she just really says the words pretty fast so like the the amount of text that it takes like on a page is considerably shortened when you have someone like rushing through it as the person's actually oh, yeah. saying it so like I I could not imagine that's like a, that's a, like I like I dodge a real bullet with that <laughs> but like I can visualize it right now like the the your terror of like opening up like to the both of the pages and seeing that there's no yeah. paragraphs on either of them it's just that, that's something that's, i that's couldn't tough. imagine in the movie is trying to incorporate this <laughs> they probably have like <laughs> one scene where you're like who is this ridiculous woman and then like you know what i mean like where yeah. they i don't know it's like yeah. the reverse also... like lord of the rings it's like the hobbit of emma like there's three emma <laughs> movies and they they get every single like paragraph in there <laughs> There's just like That's an entire funny. like ten minute scene of Miss Bates like rattling yep. oh off. Yep. I mean, could be entertaining. Also, I love how like I just love like how the characters. I don't know if anyone else knows this. Will like just like point out things about themselves. Like Mrs. Bates, Bates was like, as you know, as you may have noticed, I'm rather conversational. Like yeah. No, <laughs> Really, thanks, Captain Obvious. That's when I cackle. I'm like, oh my god! Like, like understatement of the year. It's so funny. Like, and then when like I don't know, like Jane or Emma's like said things like, oh, like I am a rather like uh exotic human, like random things. And you know, she's quirky. Like, quirky, quirksome creature. She's quirksome creature. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, that's like my new description. So, what do you like? I'm just a rather quirksome creature. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it. that's actually but... my new Tinder bio. Um, <laughs> new Tinder bio. Yeah. I'm a quirksome creature. And then you have, like, Weezer Island in the sun. As yeah, I'm going to say I'm actually song. 17. I'm a quirksome creature. Island in the sun. Done. Yeah. No, but exactly. then you have to say, you have to say, oh my god, it should be a, an, a hinge. Like, I don't know if anyone's this. Oh, no, I know. Like yeah, a hinge yeah. prompt. Uh-huh. Um, like, name that reference. Oh, that could be yeah. one of them, and then you do. A, I'm just a rather quirksome creature, and then no one will say Emma, and then you just you find no one. But it's, I mean, it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. You, it's you just die with you. your. It's honor. just fun for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, diabolical. Yeah, and like when Mrs. Elton says, like, oh, you know, I have so many resources within myself that would allow me to oh live in the country. It's like, yeah, everyone <laughs> does just say what they think about themselves all the time. It's and like, true. I don't, I don't know if that is just like. I don't know. I don't know if that is just the style of the time, but it also might just be is. like a. It might be because I'm pretty sure this was published serially. I'm pretty sure, like usually when you see volumes, they're published serially, like in old books like this. This, um, I, we would have to look that up. But you know, if that might, it might be a similar like if you haven't like caught up on Emma in a bit, like it might be helpful for like Mrs. Bates to go like I'm a I'm a, I'm rather talkative. And you say, oh, oh, I remember her. She's the talkative one. You know, it might be. Wow, could you imagine I don't know if, this if is Emma just like, was like a webtoon? Like, 
like just public like every Friday. You just go and check on your your webtoon app, and you're like, oh my god, this is getting so steamy. Like, god. or like I guess oh back in the day, it's like in the paper or something. I don't know, right? It, like, it's uh, yeah. I guess uh, God, I forget. I think in the paper. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe you like, like would you, you would get like a newsletter. I've um, got my new issue of, of Emma. Have you read it yet? If Emma was an <laughs> anime character, what color hair would she have? I'm probably guessing like like red. Yes. Like, I was like, I, I was just thinking of like um since you were saying that like every time they like recap what happens, it remind it is like an anime. Like, it is the first ten minutes of every anime is like recapping what happened in the last episode. And also, like, every character always announces, like, who they are. Yes. And, like, like <laughs> what exactly here. their, like, character quirk is. Yeah. And I, <laughs> that's, like, that's, like, the same with Emma. Emma is structured like an anime. It's like, true. <laughs> it's true. So where is our Emma shounen anime? It's true. <laughs> Emma, is, Emma like is a shoujo. I have no idea what you're talking about, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's no, true. No, you're right. It is yeah. a shoujo. But I even no were a show this is, that this is like really a funny. this is Emma needs to be adapted by the people who did Oran High School Post Club. Is what needs to. Oh happen. yeah. <laughs> this is a really uh, serious English department uh, podcast. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next. I mean, they're pretty similar in a lot of yeah, ways. It's I'm true. sure you could compare. That is actually true. true. Yeah. I next mean, next episode is, we'll is have um, a creature as they come. That's so true. <laughs> next episode we'll have John Gennari on to talk about um, Oren High School Host Club <laughs> and, its, and its elements of camp. <laughs> so stay tuned for that. Um, man, I forgot just even what we were talking about in the first place. Oh yeah, characters announcing like what they are and what they do. Yeah, I think I, it might be a little bit of like a Shakespeare like. Wow, it's such a dark and stormy night out, Soldier 2. Man, it really is r- rainy and it's, you know, dark out and there's sort of like a dark or it's nighttime right now, Soldier 2. Do you know that in the sh- in Shakespeare play? You know, it, right, it's yeah, like a similar, yeah, it's like a very similar like, oh, you wink, wink, nudge, nudge audience. We're in a big bowl and you don't know what time of the day it is. But this is, we're telling you, this is what the time of the day it is. Um, yeah. This was just a lot a roundabout way to say I don't know if that's just like a relic of Britain or if it's um you know like it serves some kind of like narrative purpose. But either way, um, it's a, it's a little funny. I I was gonna say uh I think it's like I think it's part of the comedy just how like much right. all, the like image each one of them holds of themselves and how much they have to like constantly be like telling everyone what they think about themselves and how they oh, right. th- should think about themselves and also just like how like wordy everything is like everyone always like talks around everything oh, yeah. <laughs> like everything it this book is very much uh word games and trying to tell what someone is actually saying <laughs> for sure I yeah I guess now that we're like done with the book like how hard do you think it was to read I think I mean I guess you know I'll go first for for ease and clarity because I love the sound of my own voice and I love talking so much um, <laughs> is uh, like first having read like another Jane Austen book helped like there's just kind of like this is just how she writes it's just like oh yeah like if you I'm sure any of you guys could read like another Jane Austen book now and be like, oh yeah, I may, yeah, I remember. I may have bossed it, 
bought Pride and Prejudice thing. Nice. Oh my gosh, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Um, and the other thing is that I did listen to an audiobook of this, and I do think that um, it helps because you can sort of like, it's one thing to like parse together the sentence, like if you don't know what they're trying to say, it's another thing to just hear someone say a sentence and you're just like, oh, like right. that was said in a little bit of a weird way, but it's still human English, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I, that's what helps with Shakespeare too, you yeah. know, like actually seeing a play versus reading it, you're like, ah, I understand what it means now. Um there's that kind of barrier that you don't get with tone and delivery that really helps inform, like, especially antiquated speech, like, mm -hmm. what it actually means. Yeah. Um, the difference yeah. then, though, is that, you know, this was never meant to be read aloud, you know. It's oh, just like, sure. this just helps with us, us, you know, modern folk uh, get, <laughs> yeah. you know, familiarized with the, the proper way to speak English, which I will now... Um, from here on out, I'm not, you know, this is the last time recorded. I'm never going to be talking um, like a regular, like, like teenage boy. I'm actually, from here on out, I'm going to be talking like, um, you know, just an amalgamation of every Emma character. So mm, I, hope that, I hope that won't be vexing to anyone. I would enjoy anyone. that. <laughs> oh, you're such a quirksome creature. <laughs> oh, thank you. I try. That's literally the only thing I've, like like remembered <laughs> like, like it really embedded in my brain like you know i don't really know boy but also i actually read like a few chapters like audio book um like for an audiobook and okay i i just find i had it on two times speed <laughs> it still was too slow for me like i don't know i've like so the thing with the voices and like hearing it definitely helps but I feel like with the with like classics, I'm always like, oh, like I have to read like every word, understand whether it's like listening or reading. But then when I realized that when I was reading it, I was like, no, no, Kira, just skim. Like I'm somebody who's like never a skimmer. But I was like, you get the gist, especially like the beginning. Like I don't know. For I just feel like that's something I realized was that skimming is okay. <laughs> these kind of books because you get the gist and then you're like oh i think this isn't important <laughs> and then you slow down and you're like what did they say anyway <laughs> for sure that's it's the thing though how to I, read the only thing that i don't like about audiobooks especially with classics is that they do talk very slow and i like to read along with the audiobook and then I'm like, well, now you're talking too slow. I'm reading way faster than you. So then I turn off the audiobook and I'm like, okay. But then, yeah. of course, I then read a little slower because I'm not getting the audio input. So it's so like, then like, like right. you're, that, that's one of the things I struggle with is like whether to decide to read fast or slow. Because I feel like when I read slow, I'm way more immersed in it. Mm. And it, it's way more like you can kind of like, dictate the flow of it all oh, sure. like the way that the yeah. characters like talk and the way that you make them talk in your head i feel like is very important like for um sure. and i feel like if you're reading fast it doesn't you don't get the same uh thing out of it that you could while just like doing it very leisurely and slow and like at your pace Definitely. and another thing that i struggle with when uh like not using an audiobook is i always have to like 
designate every character like a specific voice to yeah. like get more immersed into it. Like like when I was reading like Lord of the Rings uh over over the spray, I was so like like the voices mattered so much. Oh yeah. Um, sure. And and like like one of the things that, that slows me down and I'm just like, oh god, what Wait, what did he sound like again? No, that, <laughs> that's not right. No, wait. Okay, no, and then like on. maybe I'll like decide Irish like, oh, okay, this version's better. I'll go with this from now on. <laughs> that's actually really funny that you say that because when I was reading this volume in particular, um, the conversation where Harriet goes, um, where she's like, I'm not going to marry anyone or whatever. Um, I actually did read it out loud to myself because I was like, I think that Emma would sound like this in this scene. And then this is what Harriet would sound like. And I was just reading it out loud to myself. And then I was like, I probably sound like a freaking crazy person. <laughs> my parents are in the other room. They're like, what are you doing? I'm just like, nothing, mother. <laughs> Wait, in your head was Emma more of like, Harriet, like <laughs> actually, I can, hold on. Let me let me pull up where, pull up where <laughs> I was. I'll give a I'll give a little demonstration because. Oh yeah, okay. for well, those at home, if you imagine... don't know, Janet is a is a is a voice actor for for hire and and pleasure and leisure. Um, yes. just very talented voice. Are you acting? Yeah, I am actually. Yeah, I I'm in a few audio dramas um on Spotify and on YouTube. I was in a game. Oh my once. god! Yeah, something that I do hey. on the side. I was, I was figuring. I, I thought you could maybe plug your stuff at the end of this episode. Oh, you sure. Know, and everything. Well, you've you've blown. <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm really excited to hear the voices. Oh, okay. Well, they're they're not very good, but um, where is the part that I'm talking about? I'm trying to find it. I'm so sorry. You'll have to cut this out in post. It's fine. Okay, so well, there's too much. There's I was kind of doing like in, in a conversation to happen here. We're we're leaving this in. Yes, everything goes. Yes, in. come on. So I kind of had Harriet as kind of like a, my poor dear Harriet, and you have actually found happiness in treasuring up these things. And then Harriet was kind of like, yes, simpleton as I was, but I am quite ashamed of it now, and I wish I could forget as easily as I can burn them. It was very wrong of me, you know, to keep any remembrances after he was married. I knew it was, but had not resolution enough to part with them. And then, blah, 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 blah. Wow. The, oh my god! That Thank was you. exactly how I pictured it. <laughs> Thank you. That Thank was you. literally, that's literally what I was going to say. Like, Emma's more, like, refined, a little slower, and then Harriet's, like, just, like, kind of like a squeaky mouse who just wants to, like, talk. Like, you know what I mean? And then Mrs. Bates, Miss Bates or whatever, it's, like, five times that. Like, oh, that's what sure. I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I imagine Jane is, like, a slower, like, even slower. Oh, yeah. I, I imagine Jane Miles would have, like, a rich, like, oh, yeah. voice. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, kind of deep. Yeah. Like, and very yeah. slow, very quiet, but very, like, yes. It's very weird yeah. how, like, certain characters always have certain voices. <laughs> like, yeah, in your head. Like, I feel like the, like, uh, like, Jane, like, the sort of, like, uh, introverted like like um clearly intelligent person has like the deeper soft like voice but then like emma who's just like um all over the place but also like very posh and like well i really appreciated that little segment (laughs) with your voices in that i just have to say that like 
you. Thank you. That made me very happy because <laughs> excellent work. Thank you. And, uh, I think we should we should do an audio. You should, oh my god. Do you ever do audiobooks? I have looked into doing audiobooks, but you need an agent. Like you need somebody to represent you to like actually get the books or Whoa. whatever. I don't really know how it works. Um, but I I don't know. Maybe I'll do an, an audiobook someday. Maybe I'll do an audiobook of Emma. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was yeah. like, audio- I would listen to your voice. Okay. Audiobooks are I'm so particular. I'm like, shut no, up! True. I don't want to hear you. Yeah, <laughs> so <Wow>. mean. <laughs> Harsh. But. <laughs> I, yeah, I also get the voice thing. For me, also, I have to figure out, like, what soundtrack is playing. Like, I'm, like, visualizing it, and, like, either, like, oh. I don't know. Like, if I'm reading a book, book, physical book in my hands, I'm, like, sometimes I will listen to music while I read. Usually it's, like, I don't know, like, classical or, like, some kind of ambient, you know, not no lyric kind of situation. Jazz sometimes. But, like, if I'm if I don't have that going, then I'm thinking about it as like a scene, and I'm like, what is hap- Like, what is like? I have to know what like kind of what kind of music is playing. I can like I just need like the genre, and then I can make like a thirty second like not a song like clip like preset and Garage Band for the genre that is like going in my wow. head. You know what I mean? Just Dude, like that's so interesting. You know, yeah. it's like when you like play like the sun level in Mario, and it's like, oh yeah, that sounds like desert. You know what I mean? Like the just like the general right. vibe of that is like if I'm reading a desert chapter in a book, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta right. go put on, gotta put on the brain desert music for this chapter to right. make it all sink in. Um, that's so funny how we <laughs> all have different like ways to, like connect ourselves to the story. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. For sure. I don't know. I don't even know what mine would be. I think it's, like, very visual for me. Yeah. Like, because that's why I, like, hate when... I hate when covers... Well, I read, like, trash, you know, I don't uh-huh. know anyone. And when there's, like, actual, like, humans on the cover, I'm like, this is this is not the character. I'm like, no. Oh, I, like, so true. I was... I was... Um, I have, like a, like, a, like, a chart of, like, my favorite books and everything, and I, I was looking... It's like it's a like website for like video games and music or movies and music. And so but you can like put anything you want in it as long as you just have like the image URL. So I was looking up like I was being very particular about like what cover of Emma I wanted for my little like best books chart. Um and yeah, it's just like it's so it's like so like it's weirdly like it dashes your hopes in a way. It's just like, oh yeah, this is just like this is some girl. You know, it's like you, like, it's also, you all, like, in addition to, like, constructing how they sound, like, you're also totally constructing how they, like, look, and, like, I don't know, because, like, I don't live in, you know, this era of, of London, you know, like, I'm not, I'm thinking about, like, people that I'm surrounded with, with, like, people the way they look now to me in my life, so, like, you know, I was imagining all these characters, and they all look just, like, not like super refined or anything and look at every cover of emma and all the all the all the emmas are so super super demure yeah oh yeah with the empire waist dress and like the curly brown hair that's like up and she's blushing and it's like i don't know she has flowers around her or something yeah this is why i do know uh, yeah i know you cannot see this blur oh 
This literally just has a glove on it, which I appreciate. That's <laughs> a really good cover. I know. I, know. I think the Signet classics are like really pretty. Yeah, for <laughs> for the, for those at home, Kira just held up her copy of Emma, which is a Signet's classic red cover edition of Emma. Nope, nope. It is fuchsia. It's a fuchsia. And it fuchsia. It, do, it doesn't come up over colored... teams. It just looks like red over teams. Yeah, it does look like okay, red. Okay, well, I'm offended. And it is note. It's then... fuchsia, <laughs> and. <laughs> It's um, light, a light pink glove nice. and cream like dots That's around amazing. it. Yeah. It's very nice. Audience, I'm looking um, at it right now. It looks great. Um, <laughs> well, I, I just I also, wanted to make a fuss out of that because also, not to make that, you know, like bring up Persuasion every time I can bring up Persuasion, but I had the Signet, Signet's classic of Persuasion and like the final, like one of the like big like bonding scenes of the like two like male and female leads of Persuasion like happens on a boat like a rowboat and like so the icon is like a little rowboat and you're like oh my god that's from the book and it's like that's all you need like that is like the best kind of album like oh, i almost said album cover that's the kind of, that's the best <laughs> kind of book cover it's <laughs> like the me. same with album covers they really like mm-hmm. affect the way that i like listen oh, to yeah. an album like or it's like oh yeah it 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 could almost like it can also like make the album better than it actually yeah. is. Oh, absolutely! Like, not to bring up Weezer again. But... <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> if you have any idea, Weezer's best album is uh, Ratitude. <laughs> <laughs> that is a joke <laughs> for legal reasons. That is no, a joke. I, was, I was gonna say. <laughs> Don't worry. But anyway, on the cover, it's like a dog and. <laughs> We can't even get through this bit. I'm Wait, sorry. Yeah, this is like, oh man. If this was, if if we were doing like a video show, I would gladly edit in like a picture of the Ratitude dog. Oh yeah, because the, it's that's a like... dog, and it has the hit. You know, okay, can I curse? <laughs> is it? Is there cursing in the title of the song? No, in the you know what? I can't stop partying. We were on yeah, call yeah, the other yeah, day. Yeah. 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 Not right. in the title of the song, but in the lyric that I was about to quote, there right. is a profane word. You, if it, can you, you know, if it's a post? direct quote from Lil Wayne, then yes. I, I can go. Direct quote from Lil Wayne, okay, bitch, it's Weezer and it's Wheezy. <laughs> best, finish, finish best song. The verse. And it's totally finish, influenced finish. by the album cover. That, <laughs> that's that's so true. And that when I listen to the, when I, it, it's going all in. No, you've, done, okay. you've totally, you've made your bed in your sleep. I really um, have. When I listen now to everyone them. knows you're a Weezer fan. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Do, I am oh going God. to a Weezer concert in August. <laughs> well, I was just going to say about the book cover. I know. I love hearing myself talk. I apologize. Um, we all do. Was... That's why we make a good podcast. <laughs> um, the reason why I don't like like, dr- like pictures of like characters in a book is because you know, this may sound cocky, but I believe that I am more creative when it comes to my imaginary characters, their physical traits, you know? And so it's like when someone puts someone on the like cover, you have to find someone. You're like, oh, this person will do. In my head, I take every single person, like t- trait of anyone I've ever found attractive and I put it in my head or if they're like whatever they're right. described as I think I do a really good job of you're, like, you're making each character sim in your head and you're, you're like adding all their like her, yeah exactly yeah and no one no real person can live up to it 
I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah, I saw a tweet the other day that was like, "Oh man, I really I thought the the mo- the book was better than the movie." Now, nah, bro, you just have a beautiful and and limitless imagination. Let me enjoy the movie. No, literally. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, like compared to my imagination, like no actor can compare. It's also for me. It's like I'm not even like I don't even have to feel like bothered about like creating even like an image. Like I just get like you know this vibe of the what the person is and looks right. like and then i'm just you know it just sort of it's like a, a weird meaphorous that's not a word um you know get ga- the gaseous miasma of of personhood oh, yes. that just kind <laughs> I mean, of looks augusta's like augusta's vibes are definitely augusta elton is definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. miasmous if that's a word <laughs> giving me stank vibes can i just um, yeah, she I, is very mean. But I yes. don't. That's not even like an intelligent comment or anything. I just thought about Mrs. Alton and I was like, she was. She's so mean. Why she's so mean? You know. Yeah, pretty much. She's insecure. It's true. Wow. <laughs> that's what I have to say. I just she's clearly insecure. Can I just throw in one quote? My favorite quote. Go, of the throw entire that book. quote. Throw that quote Please right do. in. Okay. Toss okay. It. For those um reading along. It is page 351. This is on the, the Sigmund's Classic Edition. Uh, yes, yes. I um, must not have a human on the front <laughs> um, in order to read it. Um, okay, this was when uh, Harriet was like, no, I'm infatuated with Mr. Knightley. And um, Emma goes, why was the evil so dreadfully increased by Harriet's having some hope of a return? It darted through her with the speed of an arrow that Mr. Knightley must marry no one but herself. Yes! Ah, so good. So, so good. good. Oh, my God. So true. And also, I just feel like that's so beautifully, like, described. Yes. Speed of an arrow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if we could call it slow burn because, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, the progression of, like, the romance, I guess, was, like, slow burn, but not her... Or, I don't know, the way it was described or, like, developed, like, her feelings, at least described, like, by Jane Austen, was, like, so quick. Right. Well, it, I think she, yeah. she was always in love with Mr. Knightley. Right. Sure. Oh, yeah. it, it was always there. It's just that uh, she had to, she just yeah, had to realize her, like, it. Yeah, so if, if this is, like, a graph of, like, time versus, like, romantic interest, like, you know, right. if a regular slow burn is, like, a Y equals X, like, pure diagonal line then this is like this is like a really slow build up for a long time but then like all that all that then you know that's like that's like you're seeing all the stuff getting put on the table and then there's like a big jut almost like vertically upwards of like everything like collapsing in itself and that's when jane austen does the parlor trick and and pulls the table apart that's beautiful beautiful that's volume three volume three that was just crucial for me to say. And they got married. If anyone else. And they got married. And, you know, I really like that line, too, because she says Mr. Knightley must not marry, right, in the second volume? Yeah. First volume? Yeah, yeah second the volume. second volume. So I just yeah. love how directly that statement evolves to, you know, Mr. Knightley must not marry, you know, anyone but me. Yeah. No one but myself. No one but myself. Oh. Also, just the fact that she never wanted to marry. Yeah. And then it, it's like that one person can like change that. That's just what I. It's ironic because it's that's exactly what 
Harriet says too about Mr. Knightley is, exactly. oh, I'm never going to marry because the, and, and Emma is like, oh, is it because the person you think is so high above your class? You know, stranger things have happened, but in turn, it's, she follows her own advice, which I feel like that kind of, that kind of says a lot about her as a character because she like, she has the soundness of mind to like give advice and like, you know, get people together and everything. But she herself cannot follow like the scruples mm-hmm. that she puts onto other people. So she definitely she needs someone like Mr. Knightley to be like, these are your morals and I know that, so do that. And then she does. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Um it's beautiful. I just I really admire like how consistent of a character Emma is. Like I feel like, you know, like this is a real worthy, like the book is the name of the character kind of situation. Like I really yes, feel like I, agree. I I got to dig dig my little my digits into her brain and just like feel around her, like, <laughs> oh, what's yeah. like just up there. Yeah. The, the book would be nothing nothing without her. Yes. God, could you imagine if this book was called like Miss Bates or something? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a stream of consciousness. Yeah. Just like, what should I make for dinner? <laughs> like a Twitter. It'd be like more like. At least ten volumes. At, yeah. At least. Oh yeah. <laughs> of like encyclopedic like prowess. Like it would be like <laughs> it would be an undertaking. Um, but the thing about the title actually, I appreciated that it was called Emma and like not um what do you call it? Like soul or advertised. Something like a like, Pride and Prejudice or something. Or yeah. It's like just something that like like not like yeah, noun that, and like, noun or noun by itself. Or, it's like something that like infers a romance it's not like, really like a title like the the book itself is emma yeah like yeah. Um, that right. is such a wonderful yeah. way to put it yeah yeah like that that's um like to bring it back to one of the books i read for literary theory like beloved mm-hmm. like if you've ever read beloved like beloved like is literally the book. the book like mm-hmm. like beloved is literally I like a Mormon. text in herself yeah <laughs> like it's yeah. true also like i mean that's a little different because like beloved is obviously like you know like a like a like creature kind of and also like you know like her name is not like a human name and, and she's like she's like a memory yeah and it's uh, yeah. like an, an idea <laughs> right and like or a manifestation of pain i guess yeah it's like she, like her like like beloved is more like like she herself is named after like the con like is the concept of the book which is a lot of things and that shows up in a lot of different places in the thing and like it gets summed up by the book getting being called beloved whereas like emma is like you know it's like you know like it's like hamlet it's like yep (laughs) we're gonna focus on this person and that's where we're at um and both is great it's also kind of like i I see it as kind of like i don't know like like the birth of Emma as mm-hmm. a person, yeah. like uh, like I can't imagine Emma before this book. Like she must have been so boring. Like I don't know, she must have just been doing like the same old like just like oh like like whatever stuff with like Harriet. But I feel and I feel like she was never really like challenged until this point in her life. And I feel like that's where like she like truly becomes the like I guess herself with Knightley kind of being like. The, the balance or whatever yeah. and yeah. i'm not even yeah. mad about it you know because you have a lot of female characters in literature and, and media that are informed by their like romantic partners or you know they literally 
are just who they are because of that. But I'm not mad about it with Emma because I do genuinely feel that she had all of the qualities already, had al already the makings of like being a really interesting person, really interesting character on her own. But what's so beautiful about it is that Mr. Knightley does bring out the best in her and it's a reciprocal relationship too. It's not just one-sided. Yeah, well, I have something that you may not, everyone else may not agree with, but I kind of was thinking, I feel like, yes, like, I don't know, I kind of think of it, Mr. Knightley having less of an impact on her development and more of, like, the thing that kind of forced her to, like, grow and reach this point towards the end of the book um, was kind of, was around her dismissing or, or, like, not allowing herself to, like, feel feelings or create, like, um, a relationship with someone. I don't, like, I guess just because, I don't know if I would call Emma selfless, but I, I think she definitely is, like, not self-focused and always wants to, like, help other people or you know what I mean like with her matchmaking yeah, and always right and like I just feel like it's kind of that could have been part of her not wanting to marry you know and be like an independent yeah, person sure. and so like that so I kind of felt like her development revolved a lot around eh, I mean even when I'm saying this I'm kind of like eh, probably not but like a little bit I think there's some aspect of her like um like allowing herself to like right. submit to that love that like she's so ha like excited for other people to find I yeah that makes there's sense, a there's but. a way to do this book premise in a very sexist way that i think yes you know jane austen does not do it in and also you know you can sort of like i brought this up earlier but like you know most of her novels i get the sense that like you know the female characters are kind of the ones that like get stuff done like they're sort of like at least in persuasion, like the moral center is Anne, uh, and sense and sensibility, like, like the main characters kind of like learn from, like other women. You know, there's not really like a big male presence. Again, I haven't read the book. I might be totally off base with this, but this is what I kind of know about it. Ah, whatever, we'll go with it. Um, but like, you know, this is from an author who we know like treats female characters pretty well. So, like, you can definitely see that care coming through in Emma. Like, especially because we get her perspective most of the time, and, like, you really, like you said, you really, like, yeah. stay, spend a, a few weeks in her shoes, you know what I mean? Like, really, you know, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also centered like, around, yeah, it's centered around her, and then Mr. Knightley just so happens to, like, be there. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, like, or not to Mr. Be Knightley there, just kind of, like, gives her, like, a little push. Exactly. Like, he, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't do everything for her, like, yeah. uh, Emma comes to like a lot of these conclusions herself, herself. and and Mr. Knightley is just kind of like the person like on the side is like I told you like <laughs> yeah yeah. Right. yeah which I just thought was beautiful it's because really it like wasn't it wasn't like slamming it in your face like this like roaring like love affair it was just kind of like that like better half of you or the better like I don't even know yeah. Not like the better half of you, but like not better half, like but the like, like the enabler of good in you, like yes, yeah, that's beautiful. Mm. Way to say it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Knight Knightley brings out the best in Emma, but it's not like that was absent from her before Knightley. Ex right. Exactly. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because you barely. It's not a taming of the anything. of the shrew situation where you're no. just like oh, totally. Oh God! Don't yeah. Even... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not Ten just things over... I hate about you is still the superior interpretation of it's taming true. of the shrew, even more superior than the source material. It's I true. That. I don't even I know if that's that. a controversial opinion at this point. No, it's not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope it not. is. Well. Next week we'll have John Janari on to discuss that topic. <laughs> um, I, I hope I, I hope I'm, he's not offended by me using him as a as a recurring bit that he's like <laughs> going to like talk about all these things that he's not going well, to. Well, if he is, then I, I don't. I, I hope don't he's. Know I hope person. he doesn't get a lot of emails about this. Please don't. <laughs> this is a joke. Don't email John Janari. <laughs> this is a bit. This is a bit we're doing. Yeah. Um, Emma and and uh, Knightley uh, forever. Is, Agree. Uh, yeah. OTP. In true pairing. It's In true. my heart, forever. Yes. So true. <sighs> Um, do we have anything else to talk about with them? Like, I feel like, I don't, like, know. I don't know. I, I we love them. They're great. Yeah, we love them. And I do, I do want to say this is kind of like bridging from them to other things. Like in terms of the romance in the book, I do really like how, like with Emma and Knightley, you know, it's not the romance really isn't overstated. The book isn't about romance. There just happens to be romance in it, which is what I like with Frank and Jane, too. Um, you know, yeah. they have their whole little secret affair and whatever, and it's very, very subtle. But then at the end, you, like, get it, you know, all of that foreshadowing and, like, all of the seeds that Ms. Austin planted. Um, and even with Harriet and Mr. Martin, which is probably the most explicit, you know, romantic thing in the book, because he proposes to her, you know, um, or whatever. It's not, it's not the focus of the book. The focus of the book is Emma, as we said before. And I really, really enjoyed the way she employed that romance as a vehicle for character development, as opposed to romance just for romance. Yeah, like there's a lot, like... There's not a lot of like gooey, like feel good, like like overly romantic stuff in the book. Even though there's a lot of romance in the book, it's more like it's about like the drama or like the intrigue that like those yes. romantic relationships create in this relatively mundane living situation. You know? Yes, I think. Yeah, I I did not expect uh, Frank and Jane, but I love them. I think they make they're great. They're they also make a really good pair. Yeah. In the same way, like, I no, feel I like they would, like, like, Jane and Emma would be great, like, lesbian lovers. Like, I feel like Emma is so similar to Frank. Like, it's just, it's like... Also, a, enemies to lovers. That's what I'm saying. Great, yeah. Where is my Emma, enemies to lovers, 10k, slow burn, more than 10k, give me 20k. Wow. <laughs> Fan fiction. You know what? I bet it's somewhere out there. Yeah, it's, that exists, probably. That's if just, not, I would write it. You know? Yeah. Well, what are we waiting Hold for? me to it. Hold me to it. Okay. I'll send you the Wattpad link. When... Yes. You're still using no. Wattpad? <laughs> Give me on AO3. Seriously. <laughs> Where's LiveJournal? <laughs> oh That's a bit antiquated, I will say. But just like Emma. <laughs> just like Emma. Thanks, Ms. Austin. Wow. I'll be compared to her. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> a real who did it better. Jane Austen versus Kira. <laughs> I, I would never. I would tough never. Composition. Yeah. <laughs> neck and neck out here. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I like Frank and, and Jane. I especially enjoyed um, 
I always like reading letters and novels because I feel like it's like a fun like change of pace and also like you get like a real concentrated like character kind of moment without it like not being diegetic to the overall you know thing like it works sometimes when you have like some like a act straight up you know fragmented you know first person character stream of consciousness thing and I love that I love a good stream of consciousness thing there's something so nice about reading the letter from someone especially about something like also persuasion ends like the confession is in a letter and that's a good letter in fiction man frank and jane they're great i like them i like frank's letter i liked i like that we got to read the letter and then we get nightly's reaction to the letter also and then he like says stuff in the letter that you just read in the letter and you're like oh my god i just read that in the letter like that's a very i don't know kind of a quaint um sort of reading experience but i do uh enjoy it ironically though i don't enjoy like epistolary forms of like books like i don't enjoy books that are just letters but i do enjoy a nice solid letter in a book and that's i mean it's too much if the whole thing is just letters you want a little treat of a letter you know or there was this book that i read i don't know if any of you have read this is how you lose the time war um i can't mention the authors offhand i it's a collaborative piece i i know i it's i have heard the name before and people like the book it's very very good i highly recommend it but the whole concept is that they're the two characters they're on opposite sides of this you know time war they're time travelers and they leave letters for each other throughout time. And the way it's written is the character finds the letter and then you get to read the letter. And the character, you know, the other character finds the other character's letter and gets to read it. And it's just beautiful. Wonderful. If oh, you love Slow Burn. Oh, that's exciting. You'll love this book. Indeed. Wait, Very what's good. it called? It's called This Is How You Lose the Time War. I can pull up the title, uh, the authors for you right now. It's Amal El Motar and Max Gladstone. Oh, I've yes. never heard of it. I'm excited. Very good. It's a novella. <laughs> nice. Oh, novellas. Yes. I love novellas. <laughs> Is there a better sounding word the other than day novella? It's called a novella, a novelita. A novelita? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I just totally talked over a you. Little... That's so cute. <laughs> if it were a Latin diminutive, it would it would still be novella. No, yeah. Unless it's <laughs> it would be novellus. Novelli. Wow the plural (laughs) (laughs) shout out to the uvm classics department shout out to the (laughs) uvm classics department (laughs) so hard shouting them out so hard right now ah emma by jane austen it's a good book emma by jane austen yeah i mean emma and what's his name you forgot george George. (laughs) yeah george emma and my boy george forever yes forever (laughs) so what was everybody's just straight out of 10 rating of the book? I actually just put it in Goodreads because before oh, I, I forgot, forgot to put it into Goodreads. I put, um, oh no. Wait, what? <laughs> I forgot to put Did it in the Goodreads. You say no to Goodreads? Goodreads. I forgot you to put it. it in Goodreads. I got to put it in Goodreads right now <gasps> while we're recording this part. I categorized it in um, my little folder called Best Romances. Part. Wow. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I gave it four stars. I I don't know. I feel like I've already like discussed. Yeah, the I, I understand. I, yeah. So yeah, I thought it was good, but like, 
you know, I probably wouldn't read it again. I guess that's why I gave it a four out of five. I'd give it like a seven out of ten. Wow. I I can imagine myself enjoying it a lot more through multiple reads Mm -hmm. and like getting more into the nitty gritty of it. Like I think that's that's why I couldn't give it like I I would never rate it a ten, but I think it could bump up to like an eight. Or even a nine, if like there was, I guess if there was like a bit more that I could get out of it more than like the first read and just like the initial reaction to it. Um, like I'm, I'm sure there is. I mean, like just all the stuff of like class and everything is pretty interesting. But just like uh, going more, if there was like more, I don't know, philosophical depth. yeah maybe i i could enjoy it more but i mean like it's also like a comedy and stuff yeah which i mean like i i thought that was like definitely one of the best parts about it other than like the romance obviously and like the the dialogue i think is definitely the best you can get like definitely some of the best dialogue i've ever read um (laughs) really really good um but yeah i'd say and then my only other gripes are just like, you know, it's pretty slow at the beginning and uh Miss Bates. <laughs> yeah. Con- Con's really? list, I first said... dot Miss Bates. <laughs> Minus one point for, for Miss Bates. Minus one point. That's not fair. Mrs. Elton? Because you're supposed to you're supposed to dislike me. When when yeah. when 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 Knightley was like, Oh, you were so rude to 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 Miss Bates, I was like, she was fine. I don't know, you don't have to you don't have to feel too bad about it. Like, yeah. Like, probably you should feel bad about it, but, like, you know, you don't have to yeah. feel too bad. Well, the part where Churchill was like, I do not like Mrs. Elton. And Emma was just kind of like, you're being very, dis- like, you're being ungrateful. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was just really was funny so to me. Gosh. I know, I was like, you're one to talk. Yeah, for real. <laughs> you know, what would you it- practically <laughs> said... <laughs> The most odious woman alive. Like, she practically was like... Oh be odious. Sorry. The most odious woman alive. Like, I, I understood Miss Bates's purpose. Yes. She just got way too much page time. It's life. true. It's like, it's like, it's yeah. a good bit. It's just the bit, just too long. Like, her... Like, it, it's like yeah. the slapstick of the book. It's true. Yeah. Like, it's like... No, that's <laughs> why, exactly why, right. You're, like... I, I get if you use it like once or twice, but you know, you're you're kind of beating a dead horse at this point. Uh, I agree. Jenna, what would you rate this book out of ten, would you say? Yeah, I would probably say a seven point five. You know, uh. I'm around in the same boat as Connor. I feel like I definitely need to give it a reread, especially so I can really appreciate the the unc the unctuousness of the, <laughs> the slow burn um a second time through now that I like know what to expect yeah so I can really just kind of take it all in and yeah I would imagine this would actually this would like be a pretty good reread because like Emma like is so caught up in her own head that like you would be able to maybe pick up on things that you didn't pick up on before that, and that is before. true so, especially definitely the like Jane and um the Jane and Frank thing because there were definitely some things that I probably did not catch with that that were there but I just was like ah oh, whatever like yeah. this can't amount to anything but then it did but it did so I'd probably yeah. say seven point five um, um and then yeah it up the evil thing about Goodreads is that it doesn't have like 
like half dividers ha- does not have halves and it drives me up a wall i mean i'm so upset about it every day um <laughs> they will not return my emails um so i gave it an eight but if i had to give this like an actual you know like if if it, if it was up to me i would give it 4.5 stars so a, a nine mm-hmm. i would give this a nine out of ten um i think i really enjoy like i don't know like i'm just like like i'm really sold on the character of emma i definitely feel like like a, you really get to know her and know like what is kind of like off or like you know kind of irksome about her as well as like the other people so even though it's not like you can it's definitely a comedy it was definitely you can sort of tell like sort of created for like an entertainment kind of you know platform Mm -hmm. right but i feel like just sort of like i don't know like i feel like i'm gonna be thinking about these characters for a long time and i i really appreciate like i feel like me and jane austen like on a base level of like behavior and like behaving yourself like not like the affectations of like class and everything because obviously i don't it was a joke earlier when I said I was going to talk like Emma characters. I'm not going to do that, right? But, like, oh, as far as, like, morality and, like, banal situations, like, I feel like we are pretty, like, matched up evenly. And I don't often right. feel that way when I read books that are, you know, of yeah. a certain age. I feel similarly when I read, like, Frankenstein. Like, right. similar, <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, this is actually, like, you're kind no, of spitting I- is the thing. I know um, exactly what you mean about that, yeah. Shelley. So, like, I think, so, right, yeah. This is a 9 out of 10 for me. Um, I guess I'm going to plug Persuasion. Because yeah, I how feel does like, it compare to Persuasion? Persuasion is... Um, you like it better or worse? I like Persuasion better. Persuasion okay. is an easy 10 out of 10 book. It's oh my great. God. It's It's, like, it's sort of like if you just cut out, like, there's a little less intrigue with like all the other side characters in the book but there's it's sort of like like imagine emma but they focused a lot more on her and knightley just as a as sort of like a prospect romance in general but like perfect book but emma was like way more problematic all right not like way more problematic but just like needed to learn some more stuff before she could like reasonably settle down okay she's less on her way to becoming a now, now, gender swap Emma and and Mr. Knightley, and you basically have persuasion, oh. and also uh, gender swapped Emma is a sailor, and that's what persuasion is. Now, I don't know if I would like that as much. I feel like I don't know if I would like that as much. It's not as whimsical. It's a little. It's a little bit mm-hmm. like, it's a tad more serious. It's a little okay. bit. The other thing about it that's different is that it definitely has more, like the absurdity of persuasion is way more aligned with like class divisions like in class as a sort of made up concept in general like in persuasion the the father figure um like the first page of the book is like him like flipping through the baronage like his records of the of who has been barons and just like just looking through it for fun just so excited to see who is like a like who are the barons and like this is what he does for his free time is that he he just looks like the lineage of barons in the part of of wow. where he is so like that's what wow. like so like it's really it's still really absurd and like you know her language kind of like really sells that in areas but like where like like this is more of like a 
harmonious kind of like you know you have you know your Mrs. Alton who interacts with Jane Fairfax who interacts with Emma and you know it all it all comes together to form like a central thing like mm-hmm. persuasion is really more of like a duo like Anne and Captain Wentworth what are they talking about what's their situation what's happening okay. with them um, I personally thought it was great and I think okay. it's a little more it's a little more on the nose with like its expectations of like people and like the psychological ruts I guess that you fall into or like sort of like I don't know I would love to read some like psychological analyses of persuasion because it's just one of those books that kind of like gets it for me right. and just sort of like yeah this is how the world is and I appreciate that um, for sure. but it's you know it's a book that I think about after I read it which means it's a really good book so that's my picture okay. persuasion I will have to read. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. And if you get the and if you get the Signet Classic edition, it has a, it has a cute little book on the it cover. It has a boat on the cover. It has a book on the cover. It's a book. It is a book a bo- with a boat on the cover, <laughs> not a boat with a book on the cover. So true. So true. Yeah. Oh, it's cute. I looked up the Signet Classic yeah, no. version because I'm weird. <laughs> it, or aren't we all weirdos aboard the good ship book banter? We- we are all quirksome creatures. This is so wow. true. So true. <laughs> all right. Well, I think if we don't have anything else to say on Emma, do we have anything else to say on Emma? I don't think so. Just thanks, Ms. Austin. Thanks, Ms. Austin. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's all. Uh, all right. And it was so fun to record this Yay. podcast. Yes. Yeah. Thank you Hope so much. Hope everyone enjoyed. On. Yes. I'm so, I loved it. So fun. Well, hopefully we'll have both of you back uh, to watch the movie, if we can make that happen. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. I'm already on board. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Excited. Uh, cool. And that concludes this episode. Thanks so much for listening. Emma by Jane Austen. Great book. Peace. <laughs>